Hey boo, and welcome back to my official podcast, Her Infinite Sparkle, where I give out sound advice and help to God as well as inspire young women like myself through my own personal experience. Yes, boo, I went through it so you wouldn't have to. On this week's podcast segment, I do want to give recognition to each of you who have tuned into my podcast since December, airing each Sunday at 1111. I thank you so very much for the encouraging words that you guys send to me and just letting me know that I somehow inspire you because that is my goal of my podcast. I didn't know that I could be this disciplined, but I literally love making podcasts for you guys. And I love the fact that you guys tune in to listen to me. And I appreciate you so very much. Now, my podcast, as you guys know, doesn't stick to any particular genre of ideas or I try not to give you the same thing each Sunday, even though, you know, your girl is heavy on self-love, self-improvement, and creating better habits. Heavy on that. Real, real heavy. And if you are a listener, then you know that. But I don't try to stick to that each and every Sunday. You know, I try to give you things from different perspectives and different type of topics So I just feel like for this week, it just wouldn't be fair or it wouldn't be right if I didn't discuss the overturn of Roe versus Wade. You know, it's something that definitely has woke me up as an individual to take more action and just be more politically involved in what is going on in our society because oftentimes we can feel like, oh, this doesn't directly affect me until it directly affects you, you know? Or sometimes you can feel like my voice or my vote wouldn't matter, but it does. You know, if we had more people who thought less of their vote not mattering and thought more of their vote counting, you know, certain things wouldn't necessarily be at the hands of others to make so many decisions because we will put the right people into place who speak for us, who have walked through our shoes and who can see things from our perspective and through our eyes you know this case or just the overturn of it all has really touched me in so many levels because as a woman I feel like it is my right to have control over my body you know at the end of the day I think that a lot of people fail to realize that parenthood falls on the mom you know a lot of responsibility I'm sad to say I know that there are single fathers out there but if you look around, you will see a lot of single mothers, you know, and not necessarily even single mothers, but just a lot of that responsibility of carrying a child to term and having that child falls on the the mom. And, you know, I just feel like with a lot of decisions being made, I think that in this particular manner, this is something that shouldn't been taken from women. For a various of reasons, you know, women already go through so much, but to have our voice just taken from us and we don't have a say-so in how to move about, you know, doing things that we simply don't want to do with our bodies, it isn't fair and it isn't right. I know that some people might not even know what the Roe versus Wade case is. If you aren't on social media, you probably wouldn't know. You probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast, but that is neither here or there. (laughs) But I just want to give certain people, you know, a little background check, a history check on what it is, where did it originate from, who started it, 
and so on and so forth. I want to continue to give my opinion on it, but I do want to go back into the history of it all. So, Roe versus Wade, a landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court in which the court ruled that a constitution of the United States general protects a pregnancy woman's ability to choose to have an abortion. Okay, so this came into play in Texas by Norma McClory. I think that's how you pronounce her name. If I butchered it, you know, look it up for yourself and correct yourself. <laughs> but yeah, so it originated in Texas. It dated back to the 1970s, going back to January 22nd, 1973. Now, according to Ox.org, which is O-Y-E-Z.org, Jane Rowe filed a lawsuit against Henry Wade, the district attorney of Dallas County, Texas, where she resigned challenging a Texas law making abortion illegal, except by a doctor's order to save a woman's life. In her lawsuit, alleged that the state's laws were unconstitutional, they abridged her right of her personal privacy protected by the 1st, 4th, 5th, 9th, and 14th Amendment. Now, I just want to say that with so much going on in the world, I just feel like personally and honestly, in my wholehearted opinion, there's so much more to be going on in the world to be worried about than a woman's womb. You know, reproductive system. Like, I just feel like we need to be focusing on gun laws. These gas prices too high. You know, we are basically in a recession and nobody is talking about that. But you guys are talking about creating more population. And I just feel like, why? Um, I came across a TikTok and... It was by Jane Elliott's, uh, it was her opinion on a book called Birth something, Birth, I don't know, it's on TikTok, y'all, look it up, but she was just basically saying that, you know, the government is basically trying to have more Caucasian people produce children, and she basically gave a percentage of how Caucasian people are more likely to have more abortions than African-Americans. And it's just, in the book, she stated that word for word, she stated that this is word for word, that the government is basically trying to control that they want because it is a white man's land, quote unquote. So they want more Caucasian people to have children because if we as African-American keep having children, we would have more control over ourselves, basically. So they're really just trying to keep us from being in control. And I found it some way, you know, I get into the conspiracy theories, you know, a lot because sometimes it's a lot of truth in those. And, you know, and so I just feel like I haven't read the book for myself. I'm just going off the opinion that she gave. Um, and the research, she said, it's all in the book. So the book is called Birth something, child. I don't know. Um, but 
that's what she said, girl. And I'm just like, if that is to be true, it will make a lot of sense. Because if you have more African-Americans, we're eventually going to wake up and realize that we have more control than we think. You know, for me to be a person, this really upset me and it really hit home for me because... I'm a person who doesn't vote, you know, I'm very ignorant to a lot of things that go on in the politic world and in our government system. I'm ignorant to it. And when I heard about this case, I looked into it a lot and I got a lot of research because it directly affected me as a woman. And see, I asked a couple of people, how did they felt or how did they feel about the case and when I got the answer or the response from one particular person, it really hurt me to my heart because their response is how I would have responded. And it hurt me to hear them respond respond that way because it was so ignorant. And I just wondered, with me knowing that that, has, that is something that I have once have said, this doesn't affect me. I'm not directly affected by it. So it... I don't really care. You know, it's basically what the person said to me. And it really hurt my feelings to hear the person say that because they were a woman. And so how could this not directly affect you? You know, and so when she said that, it instantly woke me up that I have to vote and my voice matters and it counts. Because if I don't vote, it's going to continue to be people who vote for me. You know, so it woke me up. And it definitely put me in a different mindset. And I just want the rest of us to wake up and and realize that our vote matters and it counts. Because if we don't, there are going to be always people who are older than us, that don't look like us, who haven't walked a mile in our shoes, don't know where we come from, can't leave us alone with children, tell us to have children that we can't provide for, can't protect. And, you know, we simply don't have the means to be the best parents to them. We're going to have those people telling us, yeah, go have those kids. And your say-so doesn't matter. We have control over you. And so for me, it really woke me up. It really made me think. It really made me realize that my voice counts and I need to vote. And like I said, just hearing the response of which she responded to me made me realize that I have been very ignorant. And, you know, and for a couple of days, it really hit me and it hit me hard because I realized that, you know, for so long, my mom, people around me, my line sisters have been telling me, Nat, you got to vote. You got to vote. You got to vote. And for so long, I'm just like, girl, that doesn't affect me. I don't know what's going on. But the real reason is I don't know what's going on because I haven't tried to find the information to know what's going on. Just like we can get online and book a flight and book a trip and research everything about the place we're going to. We can get online and research and find out what's going on in the world that we live in so that we can effectively make decisions which impacts us as people. Because the decisions that these people are making for us infects us directly or indirectly somehow or another it will affect us and so we just need to wake up and realize that we are affected by it because like I said you know 
I had a wake-up call. This woke me up and it really hit home for me. Because think about all of the women who are in situations where they are raped, abused, or can't even carry a pregnancy to term. And you're telling these women that they have to go through all of this and carry a child to term and not even be able to, one, give the affection or the love or the nurturing that that child needs to provide for them, or three, have the burden of living with, I carried this child for so long and now I can't even give birth to them. It isn't fair and it isn't right. And I don't believe that whoever made these decisions thought about all of that. And I mean, how can men make decisions for women, right? You know, I just feel like we have to take action. This isn't the end. It's only the beginning for a lot of people like myself who have now awoken to what's really going on in our America that we live in, our country. You know, it's not always going to be fair, but it is something that we must do and have to do. To end this podcast segment, I do want to end off with a letter that Michelle Obama wrote. You know, I feel like it is a great way to end off this podcast because it gives you something to think about and something to sit on your heart as well. So as I begin to read this, I do want to say that um, it's not over. You know, like I said, we have to just start taking action and being more concerned about the world that we live in because it's not fair and it's not always going to be fair but we have the voice and we have the rights to do something about it so i'm heartbroken today i'm heartbroken for the people around this country who just lost their fundamental rights to make informative decisions about their own bodies I am heartbroken that we now be disdained to learn the painful lessons of our time before Roe was made law of the land. A time when women risk living their lives, I'm sorry, losing their lives, getting illegal abortions. A time when the government denied control over women in their reproductive systems. Forced them to move forward with pregnancies that they didn't want and abandoned them once the babies were born. That is what our mothers, grandmothers, and great-grandmothers lived through. And now here we are again. So yes, I'm heartbroken for the teenage girl filled with geese and promise, who won't be able to finish school or live the life she wants to because the states control her reproductive decisions. For the mother of a non-viable pregnancy who is now forced to bring the pregnancy to term, For the parents watching their children's future evaporate before their very eyes. For the healthcare workers who can no longer help without risking jail time. When we don't understand our history, we are doomed to repeat its mistakes. In this country, our futures are tied together in a delicate tapestry that we each have a hand in making. Too often, cynicism or indifference makes us feel that We don't have a say in wearing it. But that couldn't be further from the truth. The more we allow premise 
to push us further into helplessness, the less we will be able to empower the help created to a kind of the country we want to live in. This is horrifying and decisions will be devastating comfort and it must be a wake-up call especially to the young women and people who bear its burdens i know this is not the future we have chosen for our generation but if we give up now we will inhabit a country that doesn't resemble anything or any of our values that we believe in this moment is difficult but our stories does not end here it may not feel that we are able to do much right now, but we can and we must. If you're like me and you want to start or get a start right now, I encourage you to channel your frustration and anger into the action by getting involved. Organizations like Parent Parenthood and the United States of Women, amongst many others, have resources that you can look into if you want to help others or if you need help yourself. Our hearts may be in a burden today, but tomorrow we'll get up and find the courage to keep working towards creating the more just America we deserve. We have so much left to push for, to rally for, to speak for, and I know we can do it together. And in close, she left a couple of links like Parent Parenthood Associated to learn more and get involved. ParentParenthood.org, which is P L A N N E D P A R E N T H O O D.org. The next one she loved was the United States of Women's Reproductive Justice Hood, assists in care, volunteer, and donate to abortion funds. USO w.org slash repo dot slash r-e-p-o-r that is all for this week's podcast if you want to hear more make sure you tune in each sunday at 11 11 for more of her infinite sparkle also make sure you email me at her infinite sparkle at gmail.com for personal one-on-one advice as well as submit things you want to hear on the podcast. And remember, we were all born to sparkle. What's your sparkle?